Welcome to the Scrap Happier Podcast, where we share quick tips, tricks, and techniques to help you create scrapbooks you love and be happier while doing it. I'm your host, Alice Bull. I am so excited that you're here for this episode because we are going to talk about the craziest, most unpredictable, exciting online scrapbooking challenge, and it is called Calvin Ball. And here's even better news. I am not the ultimate expert when it comes to Calvin Ball, but I found somebody who knows everything that I needed to know when I was learning about it. And that is my friend, Merrick Dumphy. Hi, Merrick. Hi, Alice. Thanks for having me. I am so excited that you're here because when I took over leading the Calvin Ball challenge, I needed to get some answers. And I will tell you, there were different ones out there. So (laughs) So. it's not as complicated as people think, but it can be overwhelming when you look at it from the outside. (laughs) That is true. That is true. So Calvin Ball, let's talk for a second about the start of it. Were you kind of around in the Get It Scrap community when Calvin Ball had its um, beginnings? I was not. I joined in 2014. That was the year that I broke my hand, so I couldn't really scrap, but I scrapped some. So Doris and Celeste started Calvin Ball a few years before that, and they were both still involved on a regular basis at that point. I think Doris was doing most of the actual running of the website, putting together leaderboards, keeping track of rules, and Celeste was playing along. Now, Celeste is a digital scrapbooker, so she's hard to keep up with. I love that this started within the Get It Scrapped community and, you know, it was just members saying, hey, we have this fun idea. And then it has progressed and progressed and grown and become something super fun. So let's give people some background first. Calvin Ball is actually inspired by a comic strip. And if you have ever seen the Calvin and Hobbes comic strip by Bill Watterson with Calvin, the sweet little boy who's not always so sweet, and his stuffed tiger, who Calvin believes is real, then this is the inspiration for this. Calvin is not a big fan of organized sports. Half of the rules he doesn't understand. He thinks that a lot of it is really boring. And I have to say, he kind of has a point. What do you think about that? Some are really complicated then. Uh, I look at baseball. I'm like, my experience of baseball as a kid was like, somebody's going to throw a ball at me. Chances are I'll miss it and I'll get hurt. And then you're <laughs> just standing around picking uh, dandelions for the rest of the time. <laughs> My mom likes to tell stories about me literally picking dandelions on the soccer field. So yes, <laughs> I'm familiar. <laughs> okay. My son was the same way. I, like, it's, it's just the baseball thing. Anyways, Calvin and Hobbes play their own version of a sports game where they call it Calvin Ball. And the rules are constantly changing. It's ever adapting. They're making new rules on the fly from both sides. And they have a lot of fun playing the game. About the only rule that they have is that you can't play this game the same way twice. I think that it's brilliant that this was adapted to a scrapbooking challenge. Yeah. And it has not been played the same way twice. It's definitely evolved and changed in the, oh my gosh, it'll be eight years this year. The seven years that I have played at the beginning, well, back in 2014, I think there were about 35 of us playing. 
I don't know how many we had last year, but it was a lot more than that. There was a lot more. I think in the Facebook group, we had about 700 people in the Facebook group kind of checking it out, seeing what they can do with it. Not quite as many people made it into sharing points, but I think that um, we get wrapped up and we'll go into points here in a second and how all of that works. I think that the real goal of of Calvin Ball is to put your creativity into play, get yourself creating and crafting and scrapbooking and card making and doing other creative projects and give yourself a little credit for it along the way. Yeah, it's fun because you make things, obviously, that's the big point. And we all get to have this community. We get to chat and we trash talk each other a little bit because it's a game. Cheryl, I'm sure you're already cheating. Uh, yeah, it's like the nicest kind of trash talk. I was a little worried at the beginning. I'm like, oh, can I deal with this? <laughs> oh no, we're pretty, we're pretty nice. It's just a little bit of trash. Yeah, you'd make a lot of things, and some of us make a lot of things, and some make fewer things. Um, and the goals can, are different for everyone and different every year. And that can be really fun to be a part of that community where lots of people are trying lots of things having the ability to participate in whatever way you like to create and scrapbook, card make, do all of the other side projects that you like to do. There are ways of incorporating all of that for points in Calvin Ball. So let's talk about the points. Last year we had someone who was high on the leaderboards who was mostly making art journals. So it doesn't have to be traditional scrapbooking or card making. There's lots of ways to participate and it's really fun to see all of those different inspirations. So let's talk about the rules and the points a little bit. Uh, Can you give us your interpretation of how the rules work okay (laughs) so (laughs) at the beginning there are like five rules it's like you get one point if it's a layout and half a point if it's a card and half a point if it's a mini book page and don't hold me to these things because alice will change them (laughs) (laughs) um and then there's a couple of basic things like use a patterned paper background instead of a white background so there's like five or six rules on day one and that's really easy so you make a page and you use that patterned paper background and the whatever the other things that are on the list for that day are maybe use more than one font in your title and you score up your points and you have your layout and it's worth like five points by day 20 there are a hundred things on the points list (laughs) And they're random things, and some of them conflict with each other, (laughs) so it's not even possible to get both of those points. Occasionally, like there may be a rule that says you get a point if you have used rainbow of colors, but there may be another rule that says you get a point for a monochromatic layout. So that would be an example of a conflicting thing. Like how do you have rainbows and monochromatic? That doesn't really work. Exactly. It's all about (laughs) your experience with it. So can you tell us how these rules get suggested? How do all of the crazy rules get added to the rule list so that we can get our points from them? Members of the game are suggesting points as we go. As a player, you can suggest points that are useful to you. (laughs) So if you're scrapbooking holidays, then you're going to recommend we should have a point for holidays. Mm -hmm. And if you're scrapbooking travel, then you're going to suggest we should have a point for travel. I love the way that the little self-serving rules come in. But like they're not necessarily self-serving. It's not that we put rules on the board that say, scrapbook a picture of Merrick and you get a point. 
<laughs> Although we hey, haven't that's seen that rule. one suggested yet. Actually, <laughs> I'm going to totally suggest that. No, but we might have scrap a picture with yourself in it. Um, right. And then we might have a conflicting rule that is making no photos layout and you can't get both of those points. Yeah. And so the, the, the idea as it goes is that the rules get added and you have more opportunities to collect points as you go. So can you talk to us about what is the purpose of all of the points? Well, I think sometimes the purpose is for Alice to torture us with llamas. <laughs> Or hedgehogs, or, or hedgehogs. flamingos, <laughs> or, or avocados. <laughs> yes, and gnomes, and cameras, <laughs> all kinds of strange icons. But it's not all icons. There's things like use your stamps on your page, or use a specific color, or, and it's really just a stash busting challenge more than any other challenge I've ever done, because you read the rule, you know the rule's only in place for a few days, so you don't have time to shop necessarily if the rule is a temporary rule so you're like i know i have a gnome where is that gnome <laughs> let's get it onto this page i'm gonna find i have christmas gnomes i could do a christmas page i'm gonna find those christmas gnomes and i love the way that we really connect with our stash and our scrapbook supplies when we're doing this challenge and the goal isn't necessarily to put everything on the page but you'll be amazed by the people that do like Kathy, let's say, just shout out to Kathy McElfresh right now. We Kathy. love you, Kathy. But <laughs> you're really hard to compete against at this point. She, she knows how to get those points in there. So back I, in 2014, 2015, a high point scoring page would be like 15, 20 points. And now it's like 90. Yeah, we <laughs> like kind I of... put all the things on my page. We did not do that back in 2014. <laughs> <laughs> so. I look at the opportunity for this. We do two kinds of points. We do rules that we keep and we just add to those throughout the month. And so it could be something like use a green star on your page, use a star on your page or use green on your page. So, and then we also have temporary rules that could be use a sparkle on your page and maybe that sparkle point is only there for a few days. You never know when the temporary rules are going to be taken away and brand new temporary rules are always being added. So it kind of gets you to look at different things in your sash. You're like, oh, what else haven't we played with yet? Or, hey, I have an awful lot of these. Maybe we can suggest that this gets onto the list and I can yes. start using up some of my die cuts or some of my washi tape. Or, or a rule will come up and the original intent of the rule is not necessarily how it ends up getting played. It says, you know, use a metal embellishment. And then somebody goes, staples are metal. <laughs> and suddenly we're all stapling on all of our pages. Yeah. And so you don't get points for every staple you use, one but you point get per rule, right? It's one point per rule. So if the staples are on the list, you can use 12 staples. You still get one point. Right. Well, let's talk for a second about double dipping. So let's go back to those stars and the green for a second. This was a drama. When I first took over the Calvin Ball Challenge, when the Get It Scrap community closed and Debbie Hodge asked me, Alice, would you like to take on this challenge? And I'm like, yes, it's amazing. <laughs> I, I really don't think I knew what I was getting myself into. So I sought out advice from different people that I knew played the Calvin Ball game. Turns out everybody was playing it a little bit different. Everybody had a little version of their own rules going on. <laughs> 
<laughs> now, no double dipping was a communicated rule at the time. It was in the rules. It said it. We all knew it. <laughs> doesn't mean everybody was doing it, I don't think. But at the time, one of the cool things is when, we, when there is no double dipping, if you have a point for green and a point for stars and a point for punches, you would need to use green and stars and punches. So you might do green punched stars, but you'd have to put at least three of them on the page. <laughs> so you got a point for each one. Uh, whereas now we do, we allow double dipping mostly. Sometimes she changes that. I rule. know. I liked the idea. So I had conflicting advice on the whole double dipping thing. But in the end, we took a little vote and, you know, people were open to the idea of allowing double dipping. For myself, I looked at how I would create my layouts. And if I can use a green star and get my two points for that one item, that feels a lot closer to the style of scrapbooking that I would be comfortable with. Right. And I think a lot of scrapbookers will like look at that and be like, okay, cool. I have a star check. It's green check. And that yeah, would be I okay. Personal style is a real category here. We talk about, we've mentioned Kathy a couple times. We love you, Kathy. She's a very whimsical sort of scrapbooker. She could put a llama on anything <laughs> and make it work. <laughs> and some people would not use a llama embellishment I... unless they are taking a picture in front of a llama. And I am a person who it really has to make sense for me and be logical on the page. So I might use a llama on like a Mexico Epcot page because it sort of makes sense. Yeah. But just sticking a llama on a homecoming dance page, that's not going to happen for me. (laughs) (laughs) But Kathy can make it work. She's very whimsical and I'm not. I'm literal. So the double dipping, we allowed that. And so then you could kind of claim all those points. Then we introduced special days where we called them no double dipping days. And so this was a chance for everyone that was really intent on having those rules where if you wanted to get the points for a green and star, you needed something green and you needed a star. You couldn't claim a green star. And I thought that was just a really fun way of shaking up the points for the day. It's Calvin Ball. You're supposed to shake it up. It's supposed to be a little different. That's part of the fun is it changes. It's not like every single day the whole rules list changes. It doesn't. There's a solid standard rules list and that list is constantly growing. And those are usually general practice kinds of rules. Use green use a star, you know, things that anyone could do with almost any project. And then there's the temporary rules. And that's where we get llamas or, okay, we play Calvin Ball in March. So St. Patrick's Day and Easter always pop in. (laughs) Somebody says, oh, it's St. Patrick's Day. We should do shamrocks. Mm -hmm. And we almost always have shamrocks. So there's a hint for you. Get your shamrocks because you'll probably want those at some point during the month. Exactly. Uh, I like that it has that flexibility to kind of suit the specific needs of the time but with the temporary rules because they tend to be more thematic styled points we don't necessarily keep them all month so it's kind of like you don't have unicorns staring you in the face for 28 days (laughs) you're not sitting there going I don't know what I'm gonna do with a unicorn or a catacorn last year oh yeah I know (laughs) (laughs) but honestly it's also a chance for us to kind of follow the a lot of the trends that come up in the world of scrapbooking and that's how a lot of these get suggested. People are like, so I'm seeing these catacorns everywhere. It's like, what's a catacorn? It's a cat crossed with a unicorn. So I'm like, okay. 
having that as a temporary rule might allow you to pull that sticker out of some sticker pack or a die cut right. that you received stamp. and you're like, what am I ever going to do with this? There's a stamp on your stamp set of an avocado. And when you got it, you thought, what am I ever going to do with an avocado stamp? <laughs> we found the way to use it. Oh yeah. Avocados were quite the contentious issue. And of course, Alice goes to CHA and sees all the trends. So she knows all the little things that are like, everyone has an avocado this year. <laughs> I am so heartbroken because 2021, no creativation in person. They're going to do something in March, actually, yeah. a creativation plus event. And I'll definitely participate in that. It will be interesting to kind of see what they can do with an online virtual event. But my goodness, did I ever miss not going there to see all the fun stuff? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think long term, when I think about Calvin Ball, it changes the way you scrapbook a little bit because you think maybe for some people it doesn't scrapbook the way you always scrapbook take the points you automatically earn and that is totally a fine way to play but if you want to test yourself and say I'm going to use those stamped alphas because that's a point and then you use them on 10 pages suddenly you're much more comfortable using stamp alphas than you were 10 pages ago so I like that that it makes me I come out of Calvin Ball and we all have our little moment of March is over what am I going to do where's my points list <laughs> I come out of it and some things carry over. Mm -hmm. I start to use more of those random icons a little bit better. Or I, like I said, I maybe I didn't use stamped alphas before, but now I do. Or I didn't use last year we or the last two years we've had points for enlarged photos. I am a four by six scrapper. <laughs> I pre-order my photos. I have big piles of four by six photos. <laughs> but doing that, having that point come up challenged me to pull some out. And then I discovered I really like big photos sometimes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I started using more of them and I use more of them in my regular scrapping because there was a point. And I said, I have some eight by 10 photos in a box. Maybe I should use one. So I think as we laugh and joke about this challenge, right? Because it's so chaotic and it's frenetic, and crazy, <laughs> it's right? completely insane. But the lessons that we learn through trying something that's really out there for us, something that's a little wild, I think that is really what makes our scrapbooking grow and develop. And maybe we don't want to put all of the things on a page and that's okay. But as we test out different waters and test out different techniques and we test out different styles and products, it allows us the chance to explore what do we like? If we don't try to other things, how do we know that we don't like them? I'm going back to my dad. I'm having flashbacks from my childhood. Certainly Just that. try it. Just try it. You don't know that I you don't so. like yet. <laughs> I tend to be pretty literal. I like, okay, I'm not as bad as I was when I started scrapping 20 years ago when it was, you know, make a soccer page and it will have a soccer ball and it will have the word soccer <laughs> as the title. And then I'll have my soccer pictures on soccer paper with soccer brads and soccer stickers. I don't do that anymore. I did back in 2002 or whenever that was that we all did that when it was, you know, here's Sometimes a Sometimes like it's, it's a fine, like if that's making you happy, then do it. Do I, like, I, I am the biggest proponent of do what makes you happy. <laughs> I but still now, use a lot of thematic stuff. Yeah, I, but I, now if I'm making a Christmas page, I like Christmas stuff on my Christmas page. <laughs> and I like Disney stuff on my Disney page. If I'm making a picture page with a picture of Cinderella, 
it's probably going to have a Cinderella sticker because you bought them. So you got to use them. them. (laughs) They're so cute. So I am pretty literal, but it has taught me to think of more things as neutral. People tend to think of florals as neutral. I have three sons. They are MMA fighters and pilots. and (laughs) They are not happy if I use too much floral on their pages. That's just the reality of my boys. And they care. That's amazing. Right right (laughs) there. That's the win. The fact that they look at the pages and they care, right? They look at the page and go, why are there 12 flowers on this page? (laughs) I understand that for some people, flowers are pretty neutral. They're not for me. I have two boys, so I used a lot of arrows where people were using a lot of flowers, right? And we use flowers and hearts and we use stars and arrows. And I think that pushing our boundaries teaches us something. So can you tell us, we talked about this leaderboard and we have some new upgrades for our Calvin Ball of 2021. What we've done this year is we've created a certain space within the Scrap Happy Community Circle. Now, Circle is an online platform it's similar to Mighty Networks. It looks a lot like Facebook, but it actually works so much nicer and it doesn't have any of the chaos of Facebook. I've set up spaces just for Calvin Ball within our circle community. I'm looking forward to that. We had a really good system under the old Get It Scrap community and it definitely became harder to follow when we moved to Facebook. (laughs) Right. And this will give us a better access to a version of a gallery. It's technically not a gallery. It's not designed in that way, but we've worked out a lot of the details as we've done our load challenges. And so that's given me the insight of how this would work as a Calvin Ball event. Plus my son is now my tech person and he has figured out how to give us an automated leaderboard. So I know, I know (laughs) that's like going to be that moment. I'm like, I am so happy about this part. You'll be able to enter your points into the form and they will be automatically updated on the leaderboard. And I am so thrilled. That'll um, be great. It's always been, I mean, not. I know you've had a trouble with it. I know Doris had trouble with it before you back on Get It Scrapped that just keeping up with all of these different people and the way that we all keep track of our own points differently. Kathy is using and, and talks to everybody about using a spreadsheet. I don't use a spreadsheet. I use a notebook. I'm old school. (laughs) I just write it all in a notebook. But we all keep track of these things in different ways. And so submitting them in a more uniform way and having it automated should be a big help for you. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. And we still wanted to make it simple so that people can add their points when it's convenient for them. If you don't sit down and tell your points to put them into the system until Mm -hmm. Saturdays, that's fine. This will totally work with that. So I was really thinking about how we can make it simple, easy, and still work with the different styles of recording the points. As we've tested this new thing for this, it's only got the opportunity for us to make improvements and make it better so that we can have a more fun experience. It's about doing the creativity and doing the scrapbooking. So let's talk for just a second about the whole goal. When we get all these points and we get to that leaderboard because we've done so much scrapbooking and we've used so much of our stash, what is the great big prize of it all. Uh, last year, I had 107 pages finished and a baby book finished at the end of Calvin Well. And then I had to put them all away. Oh. <laughs> 107 pages? 107 last year. That's not oh. my highest year. Uh, I think my highest year was 140 something <laughs> in a month, which was completely nuts. I do sleep 
I do homeschool my kids. I do other things. I promise I feed my family. I just have a system. And if when I'm focused, I can just keep working. So last year I did one big project that I had been putting off. I was working. I mean, I did some other things along the way. Like I said, I made a baby book for my brother's new baby. I did a few, I did some cards. I did some other things, but mostly last year I worked on this Alaska cruise that we had done all the way back in 2016. 2015, something like that. So, and I just had all those photos ready to go. I had the papers I wanted to use in a box. I knew where I wanted to go. I just had never sat down and did it. So I started doing it for Calvin Ball. Now, admittedly, catacorns and avocados don't work great on Alaska pages. <laughs> So, so I you had just to didn't use those, work. right? So those were <laughs> right. just weren't the points that you were going to get. Those just weren't the points I was using. But I did a lot of multi, you know, I did a lot of pocket pages. So all of those counted for multi-photo layout points. Mm -hmm. And I used a lot of postcards I brought home from that trip. So I got to use points that were available for using ephemera and <laughs> things like that. So you can work on whatever it is you would work on mm -hmm. and make it work for you. Mm -hmm. And Calvin Ball is not about prizes. It's really <laughs> all about honor and glory. There and are no prizes, but I've been in the top 10 for seven years. Oh, it's a good feeling. Up, ag <laughs> up against <laughs> digital scrappers and Kathy McAlfred. <laughs> so that's a that's a challenging uh, group to, <laughs> to get into. But I really love the fact that it's really about scrapbooking in our it own is. way, but trying new things and just laughing about it along the way. So every year, somewhere around, I don't know, the 4th of March, I post a question that says, do I get points for injuring myself during Calvin Ball? <laughs> And I'm I... like, I cannot put bleed on your layout <laughs> on the points list, Merrick. I'm sorry, but like that is just going in the wrong direction. Because <laughs> I stabbed myself with scissors or burned myself with a fuse tool. <laughs> I am clumsy. <laughs> it's like we cannot reward this behavior. <laughs> <laughs> but every year that there's a point where I go, um, yeah, so I was scrapping and I did, did something dumb. We did get bonus points to Casey that had a baby last year. Casey Lane had her baby right. early last year. And so we gave her 500 we gave, points. We gave for her having bonus a baby. points, <laughs> baby points, you know, Making have a, a baby person. during Calvin Ball, 500 Making points. a person is a lot of points. Right. <laughs> Hopefully through all of this, you can hear how much fun it is. It's a little it crazy. Is. It's unpredictable. It's exciting, but it's all about doing our scrapbooking and Absolutely. having fun along the way. It can seem overwhelming when you look at, the, especially if you come in partway through the game and there's a list of 40 things, and then there's 10 things that are crossed out that aren't on the list anymore. And then there's, you can double dip today. You can't double dip today. It's a double points day, whatever crazy thing. Thing when you look at the list and you go, there is no way I can make all of these things. Mm -hmm. Don't try to make all of those things. Yeah. Try to make the things that you would make and look for little challenges that will help you. So if there's a scrap lift on one point, go look at the gallery and see all the amazing things people are creating because people are constantly putting out really cool things, mm -hmm. simple things, complex things all over the place. We have people who are big multimedia folk who are doing painting and gels and all kinds of things on their pages. And we have people who have very simple pages that are a title and a photo and some journaling. And those are super cool too. 
they can sometimes be the thing where you go, oh, I didn't think about that. I have that. I think there's <laughs> one final thing that we need to address with this is, you know, if people want to go and sign up for Calvin Ball, which you can do go by going to scraphappy.org slash Calvin Ball, get on the email list. You'll find the link to Calvin Ball right there. Get on the email list. So that is how to do it. But what does it cost? Nothing. It's free. free, It's totally free, free, baby. (laughs) It's a month of amazing inspiration for free. And if you just look at that list and you find one thing to try on your page that you might not have otherwise tried, even if it's just like stamp on your page and you were making a page and you went, you know what? I have stamps that'd be great for this. Then you have gotten something out of Calvin Ball. Paid for itself. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Well, that is so good. Thank you so much, Merrick, for joining me on this exploration of Calvin Ball. I think that we've left people with a little peek at what kind of fun there is to come during the month of March. Like we said, there is no cost to sign up. Just come and get on the email list. That's actually how we get you invited into the Circle community. So that's why that's important. I set up a special list just for Calvin Ball. It is like a no spam list. I will tell you about two other things at the very end of the month and that's it you don't hear anything until next year for Calvin Ball so even if you were signed up last year you should definitely sign up again this year because of the circle thing right chances are if you're on the email list from last year I have brought you over to the email list for this year but we're working on getting all of the people that are on the email list into the group so that is what's happening right now behind the scenes but by the time this comes out it'll be all set up we are going to be rolling and you can just dive right in you'll sign up and and you'll in anytime. You do not have to start on day one. You may not be able to beat Kathy because nobody can beat Kathy. (laughs) But on day one, there's not as many points on the board to get. So jumping in later, there are all these opportunities to get points. So you're not really behind. You have bigger opportunities. I have to say, I am so excited that this is happening again i invite everyone to come and join us like i said go to scraphappy.org slash calvin ball and that is where you will find all of the information and we can have a fun month of crazy unpredictable and exciting scrapbooking as part of the calvin ball challenge thank you so much thank you alice for having me i look forward to scrapping with everybody during calvin ball